friend of Chris. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. Today it's Wonder Chapter is from Second Chronicles chapter 13. And as you just said, I feel the word of prayer. Almighty love you, God, I want to thank you for the gift of this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of mercy. I want to thank you for everything that done for us, Father. One way or another, of all the times that we have wronged you, that you have sinned against you in our thoughts, in our actions, in what you have done and what you have failed to do. We pray that may you forgive us, may you send on your Holy Spirit to come and guide us. And your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, always come and be with us. And may this us all those who are sick, Father, may extend your healing hand upon them. And may you quit your blessing us in everything that we do. For all those believing and trusting in your mighty name, that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And without wasting time, let's go on to Second Chronicles chapter 13. Abijah, king of Judah. In the 18th year of the reign of Jeroboam, Abijah became king of Judah, and he reigned in Jerusalem three years. His mother's name was Makkah, a daughter of Uriel. There was war between Abijah and Jeroboam. Abijah went into battle with an army of 400,000 able fighting men, and Jeroboam drew up a battle line against him with 800,000 able troops. Abijah stood on Mount Zemariam in the hill country of Ephraim and said, Jeroboam and all Israel, listen to me. Don't you know that the Lord, the God of Israel, has given the kingship of Israel to David, his descendants forever, by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam, son of Nebat, an official of Solomon, son of David, rebelled against his master. Some worthless scoundrels gathered around him and opposed Rehoboam, son of Solomon, when he was young and indecisive, and not strong enough to resist them. And now your plan to resist the kingdom of God, which is in the hands of David's descendants, you are indeed a vast army, and have with your golden cows that Jeroboam made to be your gods. But you didn't drive out the priests of the Lord, the sons of Aaron, and the Levites, and the make priests of your own, as the people of other lands do. Whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may become a priest of what, of what are not gods. As of us, the Lord is our God, and we shall have not forsaken him. The priests who, have, who serve the Lord as sons of Aaron and the Levites assist him every morning and evening the priests burn offerings and fragrant incense to the Lord. They set out the bread on the ceremonial clean table and light the lamps on the gold lampstand every evening. We are observing the requirements of the Lord our God, but you have forsaken him. God is with us. He is our leader. His priests with their triumph trumpets will sound a battle cry against you. People of Israel, do not fight against the Lord, the God of your ancestors, for you will not succeed. Now Jeroboam had sent troops around to the rear, so that while he was in front of Judah, the ambush was behind them. Judah turned and saw that they were being attacked at the both the front and the rear. Then they cried out to the Lord. The priests blew their trumpets, and the men of Judah raised their battle cry. At the sound of their battle, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. The Israelites fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hands. 
Abijah and his troops inflicted heavy losses on them, so that there were 500,000 casualties among Israel's able men. The Israelites were subdued on that occasion, and the people of Judah were victorious because they relied on the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Abijah pursued Jeroboam and took from him the towns of Bethel, Jeshana, and Ephraim with their surrounding villages. Jeroboam did not regain power during the time of Abijah, and the Lord struck him down and he died. But Abijah grew in strength, and he married 14 wives and had 32 sons and 16 daughters. The other events of Abijah's reigns, what he did and what he said, are written in the annotations of Prophet Edom. And this is where our wonder chapter for today and let's go straight to the message that i have for you the first one really comes from verse 12 and what does verse 12 say verse 12 says god is with us he is our leader his priests with their trumpets will sound about to cry against you people of israel do not fight against the lord the god of your ancestors for you will not succeed amen there are like so many things that we get from this specific verse. The first thing is that the Lord is always with his people. Amen. He's always there for his people. No matter the, the circumstance, no matter the situation. If you belong to the Lord's team, he will always be there for you. So that no matter what you are going through, the Lord will always provide for you. You shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't give up. You should not worry. But in the same vein, it's telling us, do not fight the Lord. Amen? Do not fight the Lord. Why? It even goes ahead and tells us that you will not succeed. I know some of you will be like, eh, but I've never fought in my life. But there are so many ways that we fight against the Lord. Amen? When you do not pray, when you do not read your Bible, you are waging war against the Lord. And the Bible is telling us today that you shall not win. Amen? You shall not win. You shan't. That's the truth of the matter. You cannot fight he who made you. There are other ways you can fight him. When you do not forgive your friends, yet you expect him to forgive you, you are fighting the Lord. When you make empty promises to the Lord, Lord, if you do for me ABC, I will do ABDDDDD. Those are empty promises you are making to the Lord. Amen. And that's what the Bible is telling us today. When the Lord is telling you ABC, but for you, want it your way. You're making, you're fighting, you're making wars and battles against the Lord. And the Bible tells us that truly you shall not win. Why? Because indeed you shall not win. That's the truth. You shan't win. And when you continue to verse 14, verse 14 tells us, Judah turned and saw that they were being attacked at both the front and the rear. Then they cried out to the Lord. The police blew out their trumpets. Amen. 
we see Judah, they are in the middle of a war, and they just realize, oh, we are being attacked from the front and the back. And that is when they remember to call on the Lord, when the situation has gotten worse. I mean, when things are not looking good, that's when they remember to call on the Lord. But we shouldn't be like the ship of Judah. We shouldn't wait for the last minute for us to call on God. We should not. The Lord should always be our first response. Amen. It, he shouldn't be our last response. The Lord should be our first response. And then when you go into verse 15, 15 tells us, And the men of Judah raised a battle cry, and the sons of the battle cry, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. Amen. We see that despite of Judah, calling on to the Lord late at the last minute when they're being fought left, right, and center, the Lord still hears them. Why? Because the Lord hears our cry. Because the Lord is always there for us. He listens to our cry. He sees those tears of yours. Don't think they're in vain. Never. Never let anyone even confuse you. Those tears are never in vain. The Lord sees them and the Lord will hear you and grant you what you desire. And when you go lastly to verse 18, the Israels were subdued on that occasion and the people of Judah were victorious because they relied on the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Amen. Why were these people victorious? They were victorious because they relied on the Lord. They had their trust in the Lord. They had their commitment in the Lord. They put everything before them and said, you know what? The Lord is going to be our rock. The Lord is going to be our refuge. Stop relying on human dependence. Stop relying on human strength. They're not even... I don't even know how to put it. They are nowhere much to that of the Lord. Rely on the Lord and you'll see wonders happening in your life. That's what I had for you today from 2 Chronicles chapter 13. Get some time, read 2 Chronicles chapter 13. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com. Also, another direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com. Come, really love to hear from you. Remember, Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty love you, God, I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you for the gift of life. One thank you for the gift of provision. I thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in what we have done and what we have failed to do. We beg that, Father, may you forgive us. May you come and be with us, Father. The same way you are there with the people of Judah, Father, may you always protect us and may you always grant us victory because we know that you are our rock. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.